Welcome, dear readers, to Cover My Ass, where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly. My name is Kaki. And I'm Kay. And remember, we only judge a book by its cover. And this week's cover is Time Ninja by Andy Shup. 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 Yeah, let's go with Shup. We always have such fun figuring out how, how writers' names are pronounced. I mispronounce someone's name, yes. <laughs> we find ourselves far from the towering stacks of your library that, that were once familiar. Yes. I have embarked on my on my journey how of discovery. You, how do you talk me into coming along with you again? With, oh, it was, with my usual charm no, and, sure, and, pre- and effortless I'm, I'm like, conviction. I'm pretty sure you spiked the whiskey. Maybe I just poured some whiskey into into the red ink. Oh. That's, that's another way to look at it, isn't okay. it? Okay. Listen, that's, listen. Yeah. This is my 51st week here. I've yes. been here almost a full year. Uh-huh. And the time was when you had to warn me about the misusing of uh, red ink and the yes. various consequences that would have for your memory. I'm just catching all the readers up on the unnecessary lore that has sprung about this literary podcast. But I think I've spent more continuous hours in this library than you have, at least in, in, in the last year. Continuous, yes. I've never been in the library for that long for in one stretch. For 51 straight weeks. No, I, think no, I, still no, have I did have a little overall. break. Well, yes, it was hell, wasn't there? I was in hell for We a could bit. do that again if you like. Okay, why would you say that? I don't know. I'm just like trying to be I'm taking you out on a, on, a, on a fun adventure yes. here on the... Oh, yes. I should mention, mm, I introduced you to my latest creation, the, uh, the, the original The Beagle 3, which then got shortened to The Threegle. It was just an impractical sort of boat. And then I, yes, and I changed and that into sort of like a Voltron-style... Yeah. And glider, mountain bike. And a canoe. I haven't found much water per se. Also, not, not very high ceiling. So I changed my mind again. Uh, welcome to The Threegle 3. Mm. I've, I've demolished the 2A... Uh, boat and to see hang glider and and made them into kind of a a, a portable camp that that okay, fits on yeah. the back of the now much beefier yes uh, beagle bike. It's more like a tricycle, I suppose. Yes, yes, it's, yes. Uh, yeah, and so I'm calling it the Threegle Three because it's a tricycle. It's perfect, Kay. It's perfect. We're finally here. Okay, we're going to have to talk about your naming know, standards, I, but that's no awards are necessary. I know that you're you're just as pleased as I am. The Threegle Three let's trike. Go. Oh, let's go with that. It's perfect. This even got like a like a comfortable sort of second seat on the on, on the back. So how about you climb on? Yes. Um, and we'll record this while we're exploring the uh, uh, the stranger regions of your library. Okay, let me get my cane and I'll be right back. And awesome. Yes, that's an excellent idea because we've passed the grimoire cage, which usually yeah. demarcated the sort of uh, red line beyond which I dared not pass, because those those books are ferocious and very scary. With if we the, give them uh, sufficiently wide berth, it should be all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really enjoying the Threegle 3. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a highly efficient vehicle. I'm, I'm really enjoying the exercise, because I've led a very sedentary uh, life in your library. And well, good. Keep pedaling. Exactly, exactly. So if I sound out of breath, that's just that's just good old-fashioned heart-smart exercise. And now, Kay, what can you tell our readers at home and me about the sections that we're passing through? Because I noticed that I haven't totally figured out the Dewey Imperial system, but these are some very weird symbols uh, on right. the sides well, of the shelves. We ran out of the Latin alphabet 14 aisles ago, and we've moved on to the more esoteric numbering systems. Uh, now, like, first I, I recognize was Arabic. Horus. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we've moved into Egyptology. Yes, very good. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it took a little bit of effort to get that all into the system, especially digitizing it. Uh, so was this your system? No, digitizing it, I did a lot of it. But, uh, the Unicode system only goes so far. I mean, yes. that one, like there's an actual Apple nail to the side of a, like, do you use an Apple emoji to signify that in the digital file? Oh, well, this is the Egyptology session. So it's always I before C, except... <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, do you know the Egyptians used rebuses in order mm. to make their writing system uh, uh, into into more like an alphabet or an abugida well, or a similar? Make it make it more uh, yeah uh, universally usable. To uh, uh. I thought that was so cool. Like the example I heard, obviously it's not an Egyptian example, but if you were writing a letter to your uncle, but you didn't know the the, the symbol for uncle, then you could write the symbol for ankle if you knew that, and write a line under it, mm. and the sounds line like. under it means sounds like yeah. Oh. It was so useful. It even survived to this day. Like if you look at the the symbol of the pyramid with the sun above it. Right, that Ra. Ra. Yeah. yeah, the sun god, exactly. And then you write a line under it, and then it's the the syllable Ra. So either the consonant R or the or the or the vowel A. And but if you if you draw that, if you draw a triangle and then a line under it, like you can sort of see the antecedent of the modern capital A. a yes. How did that turn into a lowercase A? The lowercase a came from a different source. Oh, okay. Um, that sense. Maybe that came via the, the Hebrew people who may have adopted it from uh, uh, the Phoenicians hmm. when they moved onto that island, or either it was it was Greek. Because, the, I mean, they call it Aleph in Hebrew and Alpha in, yeah. in Greek. I just don't know who uh, had it first. Like, oh, yeah, that's like It sort of looks like a little fish. Yeah, it is. When yes. kind of, uh, Which is it's still used for. Oh, is it? Well, a little fish on the back of a car. Oh, is that what it that's means? What I thought it was a no, reference to, like, I think it's we shall alpha. be fishermen yes. of men. That it was a, because uh, it's a Christian symbol. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Also, speaking of of uppercase and lowercase, oh? those terms come from the beginning of the typesetting. When there was literally, <gasps> tell me, tell me, tell me. When there was literally a case full of uh, letters, and you had the uppercase and the lowercase oh, wow. letters. Yes. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> that's where the name comes from. That's like, so cool. Instead of capitals. So that must be a very recent word. Well, because the 16-something, or when did uh, Gutenberg come around? 14-something. Uh, yeah, that's when, uh, unfortunately, English lost some of its cooler letters because they weren't in the German alphabet used at the time, and the only printing machines were German, so they only had uh, uh, German fonts. Yeah, so the thorn is, I think, the most famous one that got lost. The thorn, the eth, the joch. Yeah. Um, the oldie shopper? No, it's the old shop. It's just that that yeah, letter, yeah, yeah. Y was the closest letter to what, the, to, to what to they the, had. Yeah. To the th- that, went, uh, that went out the way of the dodo. Oh, no, wait, it wasn't killed by sailors. So it was, it was so tasty. by lazy yes, sailors. No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we should probably... Didn't, didn't we hey. have that discussion last week? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say. It's almost like time is very confusing, much like in this week's book oh, uh, by uh, Andy Sherp. So what do we have in store for our readers this week? Right. We have the Time Ninja, which we I think we already mentioned. If you look down at your podcasting device right now, you should, should be seeing the cover of today's book and otherwise you can look in the show notes uh for an image and a link and if even that doesn't help we're also on twitter at cover my ass cast uh, and we're on covermyasscast.com on the web where you can find episode 51 where we discuss time ninja and oh this is this is a cover that is a little bit unusual for our style it seems poorly photoshopped rather than artistically right. drawn. Um, it seems like something that, that someone's, and I, and I say this with great kindness, that someone's hardworking nephew uh, made for them, or that an author perhaps made themselves. This is, I think, the first time that we have done the third part in a series. Yes! Uh, time Ninja is the sequel to uh, Quantum Connection, which was the sequel to Operation Damocles. Continuing our cycle of threes, Kay, we're on this trike called the Threegal Three. Yeah. We're doing the third in a series. Could it be so more perfect? We're up to 27 now. On the cover, uh, there's quite a lot going on. Like, you see the you see the words Time Ninja. And what's clearly a ninja. Their hands held in front of them in a sort of, I recognize it as Lanier's fighting stance from Babylon 5. Oh, from the, yeah, I didn't he, know Lanier was so metal. Uh, oh, Lanier is totes metal. He is he is a Minbari uh, from the religious caste, apparently trained in, in, in martial arts. And he, and he takes this fighting stance as well with the pinky and index finger on both hands. Poke your eye uh, out. Uh, yeah, exactly. It does not seem... At all structurally sound, there is no strike that 
you can make well, when you hands in that position like, without risking your tender little feeners. Other than that, we have a wreath of flames and yes. like two and two swords, and they're wrapped in black. People always talk about a ninja sword, and like, no, it was a, just a sword used, used by, by a ninja. ninja. Yeah. Exactly, because like you can't have like special ninja swords because then everybody goes like, oh, he's a ninja because he's got one of those ninja <laughs> yeah. swords. Well, they did like short swords, right? Yeah, because you can hide them easily under long gowns, exactly, like the wakizashi or the. It's or the, like. Or the at least uh, in the Japanese tradition. We also see up in the upper left corner the ninja power suit. Now that looks like probably, now that I'm thinking about it, some fan art. Maybe. Look yes. at the quality of that. Compared to the quality of the rest of the image, uh, that looks like maybe some fan art I, that they cropped out. It is much, much better than the photo of the yeah. ninja or the starscape behind them. Because we have like a typical power suit with, I don't know, massive calves and like uh, thing, some rocket launchers, launchers on the, on the, the shoulders. The yes. sides and holding a giant oversized weapon. This is indeed the power suit known as the Terminate Exterminate Robotic Force Multiplier. The M doesn't really play into it. Oh. It's, it's kind of redundant. Right. They could have well, the terminate exterminate a redundant force multiplier, but there's no such thing as redundant force. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I don't remember force. that from the Kama Sutra. Ooh! And on the bottom left, we have the spaceship and the the, have- the, the sort of rainbow rings oh, in space. No, no, it's the Audi gate. Oh, the. The Audi gate. Oh, our readers at home are really going to love that particular joke. We should probably explain that it's gate with with a Y. Uh, yes, that's how it's spelled in the book, at least. The titular time travel machine. I mean, the ninja ninja has to time travel. So, and there's, I think that's the uh, device that's used uh, for the. Uh, I thought for this it was. Purpose. I thought it was kind of cool that the the German car manufacturers still exist in the in the future and has and has shifted to temporal mechanics. It's turned and- into one of those mega corporations which does a lot of research and development, which came up with time travel to try and shield them. I mean, you don't notice that. Audi wasn't really gotten by Dieselgate. <laughs> yes, that's so right. I, think, I, I, I suspect oh, wow. that at some point in the future they will have developed time travel. I'm just like, they will have ne- had developed time travel, yes. yes. And <laughs> then uh, made sure that they didn't get burnt by that one. Wow. What what foresight by Andy Shope, which, uh, thus disproving, I think it was Stephen Hawking. Yes, he threw a time travel party and only told everybody else the day after. And nobody came, yes. thus proving that there was no time travel. Exactly. <laughs> what do we want? Time travel. When do we want it? Doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. Oh, we should probably talk about the cover of the book. That's usually something no, that we've, we're... we've the, done the cover. We need to talk about the... The, the, the other cover of the yes. book. The back cover still counts as a cover, doesn't it? I suppose. Let's go with that. I'm just saving my ass yeah. here. Okay. So, the turfs have surprisingly succeeded in their quest to eliminate letters from the LGB trigamaton, and the cool 23rd century multi-queers of Earth and space conspire to build yes. and train the ultimate time ninja to send them back to protect the polygrammaton of the LBQTEIEIO plus of the 21st century and expand the galaxy's future rather than limiting it. Yes, yes, I celebrate this so much. More and more letters ought to be added to the the LGBTQIA... And I thought it was a fun little joke. E I E I O plus, like, just let's be inclusive. Me personally, I just go with queer. Queer like, is it covers just a about, nice blanket, like you know. It's like yeah, uh, like how far does one push their inclusivity? And that's exactly what this 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 bizarre sci-fi book uh, uh, happily deals with. I thought that was I thought it was really cool. So yeah, it talks about the turfs. Uh, now, initially, when I read it, I thought that that referred to the trans-exclusionary radical feminists, a mm-hmm. bit of a controversial term, because yeah. those who... It's discrimination, uh, you can't call us that. Uh, yeah, we are gender critical in the way that homophobes used to be. No, we're just we're just society normative. It's a weak argument at the best of times, but uh. Uh, yeah, which in the in the future are the uh, trigrammaton enforcing recalcitrant fundamentalists. 
the trigrammaton yes. refer, referring of of course now don't con- confuse these turfs with the turfs of today or with the uh, terminate exterminate Absolute robotic force multiplier the turf that the time ninja uses now the trigrammaton trigrammaton refers to three letters yes. I thought it was kind of cool in the in the way the tetragrammaton refers to the four letters of uh, uh, the Hebrew god oh, right. in the Old Testament or the or the yeah, Torah well. it's polite not to say it out loud but it, it, it's Y H W H well listen in an episode where we're talking about inclusivity yes. it like it really doesn't hurt to be to be extra cool, and I, I right. feel sort of the same way. What, what I'm saying about the LGBTQ, like that's that's usually fine, but on on like in like Pride Month, yes. I, you've got the time to say the whole thing, or however many letters are are added to it now, or are, sure. are embraced by it now. And I mean, you can shorten it again in the month after, which is my favorite, Gay Roth Month, yes. where oh, you just go punk on everybody's ass. It's fucking great. I mean, I, I'm more for gay gluttony. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, now, gay last month. That's that's, that's every month. That's, I suppose there's also gay um... ace people. No, that's right, and those certainly are included. Listen, the complexities of human and non-human uh, sexual and gender preferences and identities are are, are are vast. But it's the trigrammaton enforcing recalcitrant fundamentalists who have successfully managed to suppress that to a very narrow binary-based trinary on Earth, where you have yeah. lesbian, gay, and bisexual, and that's it. We have men and women. Your gender is assigned at birth, and you like one or the other or both. And that's it. To the point that the ancestors of this force, because the uh, trigrammaton enforcing recalcitrant fundamentalists evolved from the Terran Empathy Reform Force. So the, yes. the, the turfs descend from the turfs, and don't confuse those with the turf that uh, the, no, the ninja uses. Yes. Who, and they've got their great leader, the Internet Regulator for Life, who has control of the political correctness control dial, yes. allowing to set the uh, level of political correctness which is allowed on the internet. Which manipulates the, the, the various algorithms that control and filter and censor our speech. The internet, yes. It's just, just like people seem to think that the president of the US has these switches which control taxes and oil prices. And yes, can, like he has a mixing board. Where he can just like tweak those and move <laughs> yeah. them around as a listen. In this case, they, they've actually managed to get like deep into the technical parts of the internet it, and for the odd cases where it does go off the rails they have oh, of course the uh, Yugoslavian troll farm which is like <laughs> yeah. I thought it was I thought it was kind of cool like bringing back the the influence of Yugoslavia that is that has occurred in previous instances of this right. of this trilogy you know, the, the Yugoslavian mercenaries from the first part who actually ended up setting off the uh, copulin bomb that was yeah. it creating the gay belt that was it <laughs> with their uh, popular catchphrase that we repeated very very often throughout that episode Let's rod him. Let's rod him. <laughs> Which is kind of still the, 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 the catchphrase of the future sort of rebellion against the TERFs. And I mean the TERFs, not the TERFs. Uh, and mm-hmm. certainly not the, the TERF power suits. No. So the, the, the intergalactic future rebellion, the pangalactic inclusivity, w- whose banner is very, very long. Very, very long. And it includes so many letters. Some of them uh, repeated several LGBTQ times. Banner, like letters. And like yeah, and there's only 26 in our alphabet, unlike the library. Look, we're, ah, we're, yes. com- we're coming past the Q reform uh, section right now. Ah, cool. Oh, I like that. It's that there's handy chisels next to it, well, so you can. You can isn't that yeah, the the Latin for for chisel? But in, in Dutch, we call it spijkerschrift, which means nail writing. We say weird shit in, yes. in Dutch because it kind of looks like little nails. You know, it's like it's a little, little flat head with a little spiky bit on the end. Oh, that is true. I, I kind of kind of assumed that they had like little nails that they pushed into clay, which was then left to dry. They, they've got some lovely examples in that in the British Museum, where they have these little oh, yeah. uh, clay rolls, which is actually a seal, which was meant to be used in in, in uh, I think in wax so you had to like kind of roll it either into the wet clay or in the wax and then it would like imprint the uh, cuneiform uh oh, wow. uh, thing of the, the seal into it so it was just oh, kind of like cool. a autograph yeah. or a chinese chop i believe they called it or what's, a, a what a chop 
A chop? I don't know what that it is. is. It's, it's kind of like those Japanese uh, stamps. Like an ex libris? Like a, like a yeah, well, it's, it's more like an autograph. They don't really have an autograph the way we do it in the West. We just like write your name in a very peculiar, illegible way. They have these little stamps which are carved out of bone or wood or... These days you can get them 3D yeah. printed in titanium or like, oh, I mean traditional ivory was also used. I and suppose. so is it a, is the unique symbol or drawing? On it's a, there, or it's, is it's based it's, on it's, characters. It's usually it's, it's usually kanji based. It either has like a it it spells out your name or it has your family symbols. And Japanese. some people get like uh, very uh, elaborate with them by using like obscure uh, symbols. Oh, and I didn't them. know that. And it's, so it, cool. it kind of functions as, a, as as an autograph. And if you have to sign a document, you actually stamp it with that. It's like thing. a signet ring. Kind of like that. Yeah, That's how very, it was. Very much so, yeah. Because it only has value if it's, if it's private. Yes. It's security through obscurity. Kind of, yes. So the pan-galactic inclusivity are the cool, like, galactic multi-queers mm-hmm. of various species who used to... Was it Detroit? Where the previous one was set? The quantum connection it was, was somewhere set? During, somewhere Detroit in the gay Chicago, belt. Yeah, Any, somewhere in, in, between Michigan and Florida. Your memory is so incredible. It was like the only place in the universe... Motorboat City! Motor That's what it was city. called. Yes, yeah. the only place in the universe with a queer culture. And later, like, launched back into space to spread the joy of queer partying to, to the rest of the galaxy. But they're, they're now something of a rebellion against the, the, the turf hegemony. And the turf is the trigrammaton enforcing mm-hmm. recalcitrant fundamentalists who had yes. arrived from the Terran Empathy Reform Force. Gosh, terminology is basically confusing. set up their base in the in, in in the turf fortress, as it's generally known, uh, yeah. the uh, fortress of platitudes. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's from the t- fortress of platitudes that they launch their missions to alter the composition of the universe to enforce their their very binary view. Yes, which they started in in Earth, where they're they, strictly adhering to the trigrammaton. So they they split the sun into a, a binary star system, one blue and one pink. Yes, that was really confusing for me. Oh, the gravitational gross. consequences of that must be staggering. Remember how many photographers that would piss off. Myself yeah. included. Yeah, that would be like... If I can no longer like set my white balance to yes. a reliable 5600 Kelvin, it'd be kind of cool. Like blue for and pink about, lighting For is, about 10 minutes, and then you get like... It's kind of cool. fed up with it, and it's like... Yes, very... Oh, why is this, why is this image so weird? Yeah, there was a cloud in front of the pink one, but not in front of the blue one. And it yes, went, yes. Oh, so the, the pangalactic inclusivity rapidly... like. Uh, besides the the, uh, the galactic multi-queers also like incorporate lots of photographers who are upset with the quality of life that the TERFs are subjecting the universe to. So uh, it is through the, the combination of these various insights, including certainly the, the galactic photographers' insights into, into optics, that they develop the rainbow portals mm-hmm. uh, uh, under the auspices of Audi, yes. the technological giga corporation, and produce the, the, the gate. So now they have a way to send a craft back in time. But it it's kind of tricky because it, it, it's a small one-person craft. And so what are they going to send back? An entire conference is convened in order to, like, figure this out. Like, what should we send back? Oh, we should send a virus to wipe out the... No, that kind of defeats the purpose. That's that's also meaner than we want to do. Should we send back, like, a missionary with a, with a sacred book to combat the trigrammaton? Ooh, dangerous. Right? Like can, exactly. Can get corrupted really fast. Politicians? No. Diplomats? No. A journalist? Uh, okay, maybe. But uh, maybe a scientist? Uh, event, like, all of these ideas are, are passed by until eventually they hit upon the one thing that can't possibly go wrong, a ninja. A ninja. Yeah. Because what is a ninja? You don't fucking know. Well, right there, wrapped in black. Well, you know about the origin of the ninjas, right? I mean, yes, one of but the, for one the benefit of, of, of the, our readers one of, Okay, so one of the stories, I'm not actually sure if this is true, but it makes, <laughs> yeah. it makes for a lovely story. The, the typical ninja outfit, as we know it, it's like it's an entire black outfit and with just the eyes exposed, it would be like really useless unless you're actually trying to sneak through the darkness. But that's the costume that the stagehands had in Japanese plays. <gasps> oh, uh, yes. And you were meant to, to ignore them. Yeah. You're not supposed to 
to see them. So if everybody, because when I'm dressed like that, I'm not here, and we exactly agree. everybody agrees like this person is not here. Like so that I can not, move the, like these not panels part, around, not like part of the play exactly. Like make, make things the make yeah. like things look yeah, like they're yeah, floating yeah. around. And at one point, one of the playwrights wrote a story where one of the stagehands is walking there, suddenly stabs the actor who's playing the king, and everybody's like, "Whoa, what just happened?" And then they just realize, "Oh no!" There's like as the story explains, like this this invisible warrior who now suddenly is like turns into the oh and that's wow where, and that's yeah. where the, that's where the ninja thing comes from with the, them wearing the all black outfits it's just because like that's oh that's so cool that's from the story that's from you know, the, that uh, reminds from the me of, of of china mirville's book the city and the city mm-hmm. about about this very bizarre situation where where two different cities occupy the same space but by convention if you're in and I'm making quotation marks here. Yeah. In one city, then you have to unsee anything that's from the other city. So you, oh. you recognize like people by their dress, buildings by the architecture, yes. and you 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 ignore those. You 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 try not to see them. You don't interact with okay. them until you go through customs to actually enter the other city, where Which you like go through the a gate and you're place. in the same. How does and that then, work? But because like if I from city A go through customs into city B, yes. but I'm still dressed as someone from city A. That's how, part of that's part of what customs is for. Oh, to like make sure that you confirm to the uh, and like, to, yeah. like this this whole training program oh, and okay. to make sure that you know what all the all the all, right. the all the signs are and like if you if you make a faux pas, your visa is is withdrawn. Okay, withdrawn. so I'm wondering like how's anybody else from it city gets really A is weird in traffic supposed to know? Oh, that could be dangerous. Oh. I hope that. Everybody drives on the same side of the road. The cities are are Bechel and Ulkoma, and if an Ulkoman car uh, like veers onto your side of the road while you're in Bechel, I mean you can sort of veer around it. Like obviously you're not supposed to endanger your life. Yeah. Uh, or if someone, you know, if 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 an Ulkoman like draws a gun and is and is aiming down the down the down the street, now you're not really supposed to duck because he's not aiming at you, supposedly, right? But allowances are made yeah. uh, to, to, to protect your life. Pardon me to our readers at home for accidentally reviewing a book I have read. We, oh, well, that's, a, yes, that's, that's a terrible that's... faux pas. <laughs> Our our ninja comes uh, back to uh, back in time to, to the end days of the quantum connection in the aftermath of that. Yes, sent through the time portal by the USS Elagabalus, named for the rather bad, according to some sources. A uh, Roman emperor who ascended to power at the age of 14 oh. and sometimes dressed as a woman and prostituted himself oh. and married women did, and men. Did he need the money and, or was he just doing uh, it for fun? Yes, he, he, he or she bragged about it. Like He seemed to be extremely gender fluid mm, and, and, okay. and queer, but also highly Sounds unpopular. Good. Also assassinated. Uh, mm-hmm. But How just it happened a lot back then. Imagine the parties that they must have given. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, I the mean, USS Elagabalus anyway. uh, piloted uh, by Roberta Cowell the seventeenth, the descendant of Roberta Cowell. I, I learned about her recently. She was a, uh, I think, in the Second World War, she was like a soldier and a pilot, mm-hmm. and later the first British trans woman to undergo gender reassignment surgery uh, uh, and live as a woman. Proud and to see that her tradition s- continues. Seventeen generations later. Yeah, exactly. Not very original in the naming. If you have to get up to seventeen, it might be. Uh, we've talked about this before. A chosenam, a, a name taken in in pride. Nom de plume. Is that the right word? Plume is feather, so pen. Yeah. That's usually a pen name. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's for writers. No, no you're right. I I should know that. I have a library. <laughs> yes, and a, and a fantastic library you have. Oh, what's this? This patches that we're passing right now. There is a 
Ah, there's yes, a cage it, with an actual live turkey on this shelf. Like, what? What am I supposed to? This is a, this who is a, feeds this this turkey? If you, well, if you look on the right side, you have yes. the, the papyrus swamp. Oh no! I could have sailed on this with a three eagle two A. Well, it's not that deep. Oh, it's a papyrus field. It's like papyrus is a type of reed, isn't <laughs> it? Yes, it's called the field of reeds. What's Egypt. called field of reeds? The Egyptian afterlife. Is it? Yes. What happens? Um, not sure. There's lots of people there, but you don't really see many of them because it's like. Lots of reeds. Oh, I never really figured out the point. That of it, seems but confusing. It is a bit, but I, I mean, the, the Roman like Elysium, like that's a that's a that's fields of that's green fields yes. of, of wheat. Like that seems seems well. Nice. And there's of course the uh, you know if you are like if you suddenly find yourself walking along fields of grain, then do not worry <laughs> for you are already dead. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, what's his name? Maximus. Maximus. Maximus Gladius Elephanticus. Does something? Exactly. Down to the knees. So, yes, our time ninja, whose identity is shrouded in mystery, they seem like sometimes it's referred to as uh, as if they were built uh, or yes. trained or like, I'm, I'm not sure what to think of it, but it's this. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. left in the middle whether or not we're talking about a wholly organic being or if it's more of a construct. But you know what? Or in the pangalactic inclusivity, anything goes. Yes. Like there are some species that are just downloads. Yes. Some are just gaseous clouds. I mean, and some of them are electromagnetic frequencies. We have, have a couple of robots in here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's very nice to cuddle up on the couch with someone who's charging. Like there's <laughs> lots, there's a lot of warmth coming out of it, like cozy and uh, warm. Well, yes, I've seen the little librarianess sleeping on your phone while it was charging well, a few yes. times because it's, <laughs> it's, it's a nice little heated pad. I just imagine a phone that can cuddle you back. Oh, that would really solve so many problems. <laughs> the mission is a success, and through the through the Audi gate, the single person craft carries the, the time ninja, ninja back into time. Yes, coming to destroy the meta filter, which is kept in the Fortress of Platitude. <laughs> yes, thus disrupting the, the Turf's plan to split the sun into, yes. uh, into, well, into yeah, blue and pink. They have to fight themselves through a, a field of aggressive uh, abuse report bots, which are uh, <laughs> yeah. met, guarding the Fortress of Platitude. Really overly aggressive. Like, <laughs> uh, and I thought that this was such an exciting fight, because they, they, they only have the two swords and then a few guns, but the guns don't last very long. Well, well, it's like, like a fire and forget weapon. An ele- inelegant weapon. Yeah, yeah. To take out these these robots that just keep that just keep coming, and and certainly as the uh, internet regulator for life notices that they're under attack, and 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 turns the PC control dial up to, to maximum, maximum. Yes, reducing everything to like the internet sort of collapses into a singularity of I guess brave little toasters or veggie tails or like whatever something the, like that. Like we can't uh, talk about anything anymore. Anything? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh no, it probably reduces to Bob Ross. Oh, that would be nice. The painter. Like, That's kind of nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone who goes to Bob Ross and, and, and goes, ew, ew, none of that more. Do so, you know, he's, he was really popular in, like, Iran. Oh, because I guess it's like something that they can watch and put on TV, which yes. is completely inoffensive. Yes. And he talks it's about completely halal. He does talk about God a lot. Yeah, which he is, doesn't draw yeah. anything living, and no. he praises God all the time. Yes, I suppose. So. And he's talking about beating the devil out of his brush. Yeah, it's all great. Yeah. Yeah. It's all great. They absolutely love it there. <laughs> uh, it totally makes it through all the filters. So yeah, probably Bob Ross would still survive after the, the, the PC control dial was turned all the way to uh, to maximum. But uh, our time ninja, uh, in, in, in their time of need, are assisted by the ancestors of the pan-galactic Inclusivity, the friends of Ozma. Yes. Ozma, one of one of one of my favorite characters yeah. from one of L. Frank Baum's books, where uh, a princess who's raised as a boy and dis- and discovers to her shock that she she's actually female. Like it's a confusing, a, a rather well portrayed, I thought, by a young actor in one of the television versions, Emerald City. Mm-hmm. 
uh, by oh Tarsim Singh. I think I, it's, I, I've only seen the first few episodes of that. I really have to sit down and watch the rest of it because it's cancelled. Cin- Alas, beautiful, cinematographically gorgeous. Yeah, yes. well, that's Tarsim Singh for you. Yeah. The Cell no. Tarsim did as well. Yes, and with the horse getting split up into. Uh, And The Fall, also an excellent film. We have to finish this book because the French of Ozma helped to defeat uh, the aggressive abuse report bots uh, so that the Time Ninja can destroy the Metafilter. Yeah, and uh, take care of the Internet Regulator for life. Stabbing them right through the chest, yep. like kind of, kind of brutal. But I kind of appreciate it. I talked about this before, that I... I'm kind of done with the idea of heroism as a purely destructive force. Mm. And I think that the pangalactic inclusivity agreed with this. Like, we have to eliminate this, but we can't just make things better by destroying something bad. That's never enough. So something... Well, we have to give a good alternative. The pangalactic singularity has been working on something in parallel to developing the Time Ninja that they yeah. also send back with them to deliver back to the 21st century and thus accelerate the the, the process of inclusion that, that we all that we all want to be our future. So after taking care of the internet regulator for life and the, the destroying the PC control dial, the Time Ninja delivers the Omega Kink. Yes. The Omega Kink, which is something, something mystical. Yeah, the ultimate thing that a lot of people can be into, whether you have arms or tentacles or, or whether you like to yeah. uh, feel things or whether you are an asexual person or an aromantic person or you, you like solitude. Like the, the one thing that everyone can enjoy regardless of where on the, on the various queer spectra or normative spectra they, right. they, they fall on. Thus finally giving even the, the straightest, squarest, cis, heterosexual people something that Oh, Ooh, oh I, I'm really into missionary position. Oh, I can go. <laughs> the Omega King sounds good. Yeah. Uh, uh, to wave the, the 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 flag now. Finally, uh, creating the universal intersectionality that we know is is where we need to be heading. It's kind of like the sexual singularity, which we can yes. use for. <laughs> Yes, which I hope comes back in whatever the sequel is to this, because I, I do hope that there's more books in this series. I would have to series. check my library. We, we <laughs> might have to sail a lot further before we get there. Listen, I can paddle pretty hard. I'm, I'm Dutch. I, we're born on bikes. I've been cycling uphill both ways for, for the decades that I've been in, in, in yes. school and at work. Don't worry about that. I'll get us there. Uh, so how are we going to rate this book? Because it, it well, sure did go all over the place, didn't it? Oh, yes, I do. I mean, there are five rings uh, on the Audi gate. But yeah, there, and there's like six colors on the gay flag, so five out of six. Five out of six sounds fair. That sounds like a good one. We wow, to... we got there really quick this yeah, time. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. It's like... well, no, no, I mean, sometimes time vortexes work in your favor, it don't does, they? It does. Maybe we have some time speaking to think. Of, uh, speaking of reviews, please leave a review of our plucky little podcast on your service of choice. And by all means, pick an episode you haven't listened to yet and just imagine what it's about, because that's kind of on brand. Yes, you can find us at CoverMyAssCast on Twitter and CoverMyAssCast.com. Oh, yeah, look at us. We're oh. really getting the hang of this 51 episodes in we're finally starting to properly promote ourselves so what do we have in store for our readers next week yes next week's book is by stephanie klein it's called moose a memoir of fat camp <laughs> and we run up until there and that about covers it thank you for joining us at cover my ass where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly my name is Kaki. and i'm Kay. and remember we, we only, only judge a book by its cover, cover. <laughs> we really do have to do more in this series. Like it's it's probably only going to get harder and more confusing.